Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. And now it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. Here we go, new week. Back again, the Buck Baloo Show, live in the Battery Atlanta, on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle let them wow you beaver toyota and coming road dog in the house he's ready Derek thomas ready to go on this monday morning and i am too what do you say we get it started bucks big take Quinn Snyder got a five-year contract at eight million per year to be the new hawks head coach he also gets a significant voice in player personnel decisions. Well, yeah. Now the most important news in this contract. Quinn and Trey are both expressing enthusiasm about working with each other. Now, this is absolutely critical that these two guys, their relationship flourishes starting tomorrow. Now, Donovan Mitchell, one of the stars in the league who played for Quinn Snyder, told Ice Cold Trey that Snyder is legit, that he helped him develop, that he helped him uh, establish himself as a star in the league, and also told him that Snyder's a guy that builds some good relationships with his players so that he could coach him up hard on game day. You know what? I like the sound of that. Nothing personal. It's just business. Sounds good right now, doesn't it? Well, the curtain gets pulled back tomorrow night against the Wizards. Word on Peachtree Street says Snyder is going to be coaching the team tomorrow night. I like it. Let's get it started. Now, Snyder is not one of those pick-and-roll guys that places shooters that are just standing around the arc. No, he likes player and ball movement. And strong defense. Really like the sound of that. Can't wait to see this. Now, I know what you're thinking. We'll trade by in. That's the $215 million question. The answer, yes, he's going to buy in. And one more thing. Enough of the Trey Young bashing around town. Trey Young's our star player, and he's not going anywhere. So forget about that. Get a clue, by the way, and make a note. 
Trey Young absolutely answered the bell in the last two games during this transition period. Stepped up in front of the media last Friday. Got the job done in the two victories that we had since Big Nate got fired. Trey stepped up big. So enough of the Trey bashing. You look foolish with that take. And there's your big take today. As we get get the week started here. Is you feel, that uh, feel better now, Buck? Yeah, yeah I do feel a little right, better. Right. I've been holding that in over the weekend. You know, I heard Trey in the uh, press conference on Friday. He stepped up. He looked the media in the eye. He answered all these questions. I'm sick and tired of these fans and some of the sports talk hosts in this town bashing Trey Young. I mean, it just it looks foolish, as if we're going to trade Trey Young, which we're not. So straighten up, media. My goodness. How about put your arms around the guy? How about trying that one? All right, let's talk Falcons. The Combine's coming up, and we're getting ready for the draft. I'm ready to dive into the Falcons talk. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. Yeah, Blue, what do you know? Uh, well... I think I know enough to talk about it. And the Falcons are at the Combine searching for a cornerback that they can play opposite A.J. Terrell. And the best I can tell, there will be 10 cornerbacks drafted in the first two rounds of the upcoming draft. Ten of them. And the Falcons sitting with the eighth pick in the first round, they have an opportunity, as I see it, as this thing plays out one through seven, Falcons have a real opportunity to draft the number one rated cornerback in this draft. Premium position. Most teams in this, in this league want to throw it around 40 times a game. So you better have somebody that can cover. Now, let me correct myself on that. You better have at least two cornerbacks that can stand up and cover in this league. Now, we've got one in A.J. Terrell. We don't have another. And we've got a chance to get the top-rated cornerback in this year's draft. As I see in the top seven picks, I see three quarterbacks being taken, three edge rushers, and then an interior defensive lineman, Jalen Carter. I love you, man. So those are the seven players I see going in front of the Falcons. Young, Stroud, and probably Levis. Will Anderson, Jr., this Tyree Wilson character and Miles Murphy out of Clemson. They're your three edge rushers. And then Jalen Carter, the interior defensive lineman. So the Falcons step up at eight with a chance to draft the number one cornerback in the draft. Now, who's that going to be? Well, the process will begin to unfold this week. Illinois has a cornerback, Devon Witherspoon. That had a tremendous year, uh, probably under the radar. I know a lot of you people down south. Only Hudson Mason's tracking the Illinois team. But Witherspoon played great. He's a dog. A little undersized, but a dog. And doesn't mind hitting people. Uh, targeted 63 times this season in Big Ten play. Only allowed 22 catches. 14 pass breakups. Three interceptions. So keep an eye on this dude. 
Oregon's Christian Gonzalez. Now, I believe to me, he looks like the top cornerback in the draft. 6'2", 201 pounds, skilled and talented, can mirror receivers, can play man or zone, doesn't mind coming up and getting aggressive tackling ball carriers or these completed passes out in the flat. I like, there's a lot to like about Christian Gonzalez. Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. All you got to do is throw on Penn State's games against Ohio State over the last two years, and you see Joey Porter Jr. covering up some of the best wide receivers in the game today. Olave, Wilson, Harrison did great work against those guys. He's 6'2", 195. So I like the stature with Joey Porter Jr. Look, Cam Smith out of South Carolina looks like a good player. Keeley Ringo's awesome, but uh, we don't typically take Georgia players, so cross him off the list. Eli Ricks out of Alabama and LSU. Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State. Garrett Williams out of Syracuse. Deontay Banks out of Maryland. Travius Hodges Tomlinson out of TCU. Those are the 10 top-rated cornerbacks. Who will the Falcons choose? If they go cornerback with that eighth pick, I can't answer that question. But I think this would be a great direction to go for the Falcons in the upcoming draft. Solidify the two cornerback spots with young, talented, highly skilled cornerbacks, and then go about rebuilding the rest of the team, especially on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I like Christian Gonzalez the best, I think, right now. And there's your Falcons take today as we get the show underway. Combine getting underway. Falcons in Indianapolis. All 32 organizations up there ready to scout out the top talent in college football. So we're going to be all over this topic the rest of the week and the next week talking about the NFL Combine. All right, coming up next, we're going to chop it up, talk a little Braves baseball. we got a top five, and we will debut a new element on the Blue Show coming up later. Hopefully, it's going to involve you. We're calling it the Blitz, and we're asking you to be a part of it. Stick around for that. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise, expanding, reach out to them, spend 10 minutes with them, see if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Fan 680 and 93.7, Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. And, yeah, we want you involved in the show. 
Hope you'll give us a call here at the bottom of the hour. And we've got big news to release right now. We've got a winner. 680 The Fan, we've got our 30th anniversary going on, and you've been hearing about the Braves Beach and Brew Trip that we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks, and we've got a winner. We've got a winner, and it's Karen Reed of Woodstock, Georgia. Karen Reed, Woodstock, Georgia, called in during the Blue Show last week, and Karen is the big winner. She's going to win a weekend stay, or she has won a weekend stay at the Wyndham Grand on Clearwater Beach. You're going to love it. Tickets to the Braves versus Pirates game in spring training, where you're going to spend an inning in the booth with the Braves announcers, plus an $800 Delta gift card, $100 to spend on whatever it is you want to spend on in the stadium, and a pair of home opener tickets here in Atlanta at Truist Park to see the home opener you get a couple of tickets for that. So congratulations to Karen Reed, and we appreciate her listening to the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan. And if you're wondering, okay, what does 680 have up their sleeve next? Well, well, uh, I'm glad you asked because we've got our March Mania extravaganza at Harrah's coming up. That's our next trip, generation fan trip, March Mania extravaganza, your shot to win your... Win a trip up to Cherokee, North Carolina. One winner and a guest will win a two-night stay at Harris Cherokee Casino and Resort. Going to get a free round of golf. Plus, you're going to be our guest at the 680 The Fan March Mania Extravaganza Reception at the Sportsbook inside Harris Cherokee Casino for the first two days of the big tournament. To enter, visit our social media channels on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at 680 The Fan. Got to be 21 or older, a legal Georgia resident, and registered before March 11th to be eligible to win. And if you don't win and still want to join us, look for the exclusive 680 The Fan March Mania Extravaganza booking link on the contest page and book your discounted room today. Look forward to seeing you up at Harris. It's going to be fun. All right, let's chop it up. For the latest on the Braves, it's time to go chopping. Yeah, time to go chopping. Braves uh, getting their spring training games underway on Saturday. And uh, there was a revelation dropped at the end of last week after I was already off the air. And that was our star second baseman, Ozzy Albies, had offseason shoulder surgery. Which scared me a little bit. I mean, he did a wonderful job hiding that from the fan base. We have not heard anything about that. We knew about the broken foot, kept him out most of the season. We knew about the broken finger that eliminated any chance of him playing in the postseason. And now this shoulder surgery on his right shoulder. My goodness, what's going on, Ozzy? Now he said it was just they said it was just an impingement and nothing but a little bit of a cleanup procedure. That's all it was. Just a cleanup procedure. Nothing to be concerned about here. Now he's gonna be DHing right now during these early spring training games. Guess we can look for Ozzy to step in at second base as spring training rolls on. Uh, now Ozzy coming off his worst season. His worst season with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, so frustrating a year ago. I mean, he hit below 250, 
Only played in 64 games. This guy was a force, recognized as one of the top 100 players in the game today. And then last year happened. So the hope here, the hope out in Braves country, is that Ozzy's going to bounce back in a big, big way this season. Win a gold glove out at second base. Get back on track offensively. Lay off that breaking ball, those off-speed pitches out of the strike zone where he really struggled a year ago. Overly aggressive at the plate. Hopefully he's going to take a step back with that. Got to swing at balls in the strike zone, not out of the strike zone. And hopefully Ozzy will go back to uh, spraying the ball around. Quit trying to hit it out of the park and go for 40 home runs. We got enough dudes hitting home runs. They're going to come. So let's put the ball in play, Ozzy. Utilize the legs. Let you run the bases. Use the uh, entire field. Line drives all over the place. And again, lay off those pitches out of the strike zone. Overly aggressive last season. Come on, Ozzy. We're counting on you, brother. And you're probably counting on us. The Podcast Park brought to you by Associated Credit Union. We've got some great baseball podcast here at the station that you're able to check out in podcast form, uh, including Bucks Beat. I had Frank Coor last week talking about the Braves and some of the top storylines heading into uh, this season. And now uh, end of last week, we dropped episode 82 of Bucks Beat. Again, more Braves talk, talking with Braves legend Dale Murphy, episode 82. You can find it at thepodcastpark.com or where it is you get your podcast. Again, The Podcast Park brought to you by Associated Credit Union. Great having some of these big timers on. Murph, very gracious with his time. We appreciate him very much. All right, let's squeeze in the top five. The best in college football and the NFL. Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, Buck, we got a nice mix here of uh, the college and pro, if you will. So right in between those, we'll start with the combine coming up. Um, We got some news about some Georgia Bulldogs this morning, but all so many eyes will be on Stetson Bennett. How will he perform at the combine this week? Well, I, I think he's going to do well. Uh, he's going to throw, best I understand it. Now, yeah, it doesn't look like Bryce Young's going to throw, and why would he? He's the top-rated quarterback out there. So I'd, I would assume Stetson's got a lot to prove, so he's going to step out and be a part of the passing drills that we're going to see later this week. Also, I believe Stetson's going to lay down a fofo <laughs> or maybe a 4-5 in the 40. Just let me go ahead and throw it out there. He'll be the fastest quarterback at the combine. Sub four six. Although that's, Anthony that's Richardson's probably going to lay down a pretty good time there too. But I tell you what, Stetson, what was he running against Auburn on that long touchdown run he had last? <laughs> that had to be close to a four five. Yeah, he I was think moving. He, you know, they came out and said he was going like twenty two miles an hour. That's fast. Was that translate to a forty time? Probably four or five. You know, I don't know the answer to that Sounds question. About right. So he's going to throw it. He's going to run fast. 
And he's got an opportunity to interview, which is probably for Stetson going to be one of the more important things. Have to talk about the arrest in Dallas. What was going on there with a public intoxication charge? He'll have to answer those questions. And he gets an opportunity to win some of these teams over. Now, the size thing we'll talk about coming up in a little bit in the roundtable. But uh, that's going to be a factor, too. Uh, Right now, he's projected to be a fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh round pick. Last Georgia quarterback drafted was Jake Fromm. He was in round five. Well, if you'd have told Stetson he was going to be drafted, what, fifth, fifth, sixth, seventh round before this year, most of us would have said, that seems a little high. Well, I just hope none of these teams bring up him being a walk-on because I... That might light the flame right there. Hey, maybe that'd be Somebody a good thing. Get him going. No, no, I, like how many people brought that up around, say, Baker Mayfield a few years ago? I don't, who knows? I'm tired of hearing about it personally. Uh, that That's old news. Yeah, but, I mean. Screw it. We got two rings, man. That's, you know? all, that's all I think about yeah, when I think about stuff these days. All right, moving ahead. Do a little golf here on the top five. Not the most exciting Honda Classic until the very end yesterday. I don't know if you caught this, Buck, but uh, former Georgia Bulldog Chris Kirk. Breaking through at the Honda Classic. What would you think of that? Yeah, I really couldn't find anything else to watch. <laughs> that's a good point. I think that's why I was watching. I mean, and with Kirk involved, uh, look, at, at me being a Georgia guy and totally admiring all these professional golfers on tour that are out of Chris Hack's program at UGA. I follow all of them, uh, cheer and pull for all of these guys. And so I was locked in with Chris Kirk having the lead. He got his fifth win, first in seven years. And here was the hook for me, is that he has faced some adversity here recently. Uh, Struggled with alcoholism and depression. Stepped away from the game back in 2019. uh, Cleaned up his act. Got back on track and back on tour. And so I got so much respect for Chris Kirk overcoming the demons that he had to face. After he won, he said he's got so much to be thankful for, grateful for his family and everyone who supported him during this time where he hit the rocks. I mean, he bottomed out. Oh, I thought you were talking about when he hit the rocks on 18. Yes, he did. But now with the victory at the Honda yesterday, he's back in the Masters, baby. Yeah. First time since 2016 we're going to see Chris Kirk back at the Masters. Uh, Wonderful story. I've always been a big fan of the Perseverance storyline. And Chris Kirk, uh, just so proud of the job he's done here, uh, getting a victory back on tour. Good for him. And he said immediately after the round, he'll hopefully he learned his lesson going for on two there, or going for the green. Well, and, he just needed 18. like two more inches. <laughs> he was so close. And it close. would have been a perfect shot. And it, re- it really was close. But then how about the shot that he made? Uh, takes a drop. Hit it up there, right? yeah. you know, within a foot, it looked like to me. Uh, yeah, gave himself to, to make, made par. make a par. Uh, he ended up making bogey, I think. But anyways, all right, Buck. You'll have to fill me in on this. Did you see the big boxing match yesterday? I, Come I on, missed... man. Everybody was talking about I'm it sure yesterday. I'm sure they were. I wasn't one of them. I missed it. My two sons, uh, they they were scuffling around mid-afternoon. I said, what's going on here? And they said, well, Dad, we're trying to get this Jake Paul, you know, Tommy Fury boxing match. It's funny you mention that, Buck, because for the longest time, it seemed like boxing had a very aging. Um, boxing was one of the older sports, right? There was It wasn't very appealing to the younger generation. The, the boxing fan got older and older, and now all of a sudden, young kids are talking about it while I'm in the dark. 
Well, look, it wasn't exactly like uh, Sugar Ray Leonard and Thomas Hearns going <laughs> at it here. I mean, these guys, you had a YouTuber, influencer, and Jake Paul, and you got a reality uh, show guy and uh, Tommy Fury. I mean, I don't I really it. recognize them as professional boxers, but nonetheless, they capture the imagination of these young sports fans. And my sons and their friends, they were all in on this thing. Now, I was not all in. I wasn't about to pay fifty nine ninety nine for these this influencer and reality show guy to uh, pretend as though they're professional boxers. But uh, Red ended up going to somebody's home where they paid the fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, Braden was able to find it on TikTok. Somebody was illegally uh, showing it on on their tic- TikTok spot and you know i was able to see a little of it there but did i miss anything buck was well fun? yeah tommy fury decision, won right? a split decision and you know they handed out a belt a championship <laughs> belt and i got a kick out of that because there wasn't any championship so, so, involved who's, here who's the uh i guess the saudi the arabians body. who hosted the event went ahead and got a, a belt made up uh, to present the winner of the YouTuber and the reality star. Hey, very good. Well, good for them, Buck. I'm glad you filled me in. Um, let's move to a little baseball, a little college baseball. Yes, you have to fill me, in, fill me in on this. What's the deal with Tennessee baseball coach Tony Vitello? Yeah, he's the coach up there at Tennessee. He drives the Lambo. Very nice. Now, come on. How does a college baseball that's, that's coach my first question. afford a Lamborghini? Seriously. He's driving that Lambo around campus, but he missed this weekend series. You know, Tennessee got their baseball program. Patello does have it going on up there. They were tremendous a year ago. But he is, uh, they've uncovered some kind of NCAA violation with Vitello. Whoa. I think they're going to update what that is coming up later today. I'll have an eye out on that one. We'll mention it tomorrow, but... Tennessee working with the NCAA to get this straightened down. Probably a recruiting violation, I would think. You don't hear about that as much in baseball. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with the Lambo. He's not. All right, good. Let's let's make sure he's not using dirty money to drive his Lambo. Around. I mean, imagine that. Our <laughs> our coach, he drove an old beat up four door sedan. They wouldn't need Lambo want, at Georgia. I don't think I want my coach driving a Lambo. I want him. I want him to be a little more blue collar than that. Well, I, you know, he's, when he has these recruits come in, they're probably impressed I guess, with yeah. that. That's showing. Eighteen-year-olds love that kind of stuff. All right, but a very eclectic top five here. So we'll finish out with a little college basketball. Looking forward to the big dance. It's not far away. But some of the blue bloods not having the regular season that uh, that we're accustomed to, especially specifically Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke. Is Kentucky now a lock? Well, yeah, they've won four in a row. They'll be the three so seed gonna, in the SEC tournament. In. They'll be in the big dance. Now, what They're about? a lock right now is an eight seed. North Carolina is the one to keep an eye okay. on. They they play tonight in Tallahassee, taking on Florida State, who's terrible. <laughs> but North Carolina sitting there on the bubble right now. They need to uh, finish out the regular season, make a little run in the ACC tournament. They've won two in a row against Notre Dame and Virginia. But they are sitting on the bubble. Duke looks like a seven seed. You got Kansas a one seed. UCLA a two seed. I think I got it covered with the Blue Bloods. Well, there you go. There's your top five. Top five on 680 The Fan. Atlanta's Sports Station.
for the blitz. Here comes the rush, and here's the hit. Yeah, 404-231-1680, a new element on the Buck Baloo Show, the Blitz. We're trying to funnel you to a specific time so we can get you on the show Monday through Friday. It's been a little scattered here. We've uh, gotten the show underway. We're working with 42 minutes of content, so we got to work fast. Uh, the caller thing, I want to get better at this. I want to involve the, uh, the callers with my show. And so here's our best attempt at it. We call it the Blitz. Doesn't have to be, uh, can be whatever topic you want to hit on. But want you to uh, call in and be a part of the show. 404-231-1680, the number. Now would be the time for you to give us a call. And look, these new elements, sometimes they can be good, sometimes they can be bad. And I had an old program director that said both those things are good. If it crashes and burns, that's a good thing because it's something we can all laugh about and talk about. It would even make the audio fun bag. If it's great, hey, that's even better. We'll bring it back and do it more. Want to at least do this once a week here on the show. I believe Mike's ready to go. He joins us on the fan, Buck Baloo Show. Hello, Mike. Welcome to the Blitz. Hey, Buck. Hope I don't get hurt on this thing. Uh, wondering about Stetson Bennett in the upcoming NFL draft. It doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of talk about him. People saying he may be an undrafted free agent. I kind of like him going in maybe as a backup for two in Miami. What do you think? Yeah, I tell you, my best fit's out in Phoenix where you got Kyler Murray that his skill set roughly about the same that Stetson's is. So why wouldn't you want a quarterback as the backup that sort of mirrors what the skill set of the starter's all about? That way you don't have to alter the offense when the starter gets hurt. So I've identified the Phoenix Cardinals as probably the best fit for Stetson Bennett. Rob joins us on the Baloo Show. Welcome to the Blitz, Rob. What is happening, Buck? I've got something that I'm going to throw out there that's probably never happened before, but I think it would be very wise for the Falcons to consider it. Let's hear it. So there's an opportunity now for them to get that roster flipped around, bring in some players, and win their division. They need to go and pull Alex... Anthopolis from the Braves as a consultant, <laughs> as a consultant, never happened before, yeah. as a consultant to go in and help them flip that roster right yeah. now while the, while the getting is good. Well, a couple of thoughts, Rob. One, remember Stan Caston? He was running the Hawks and the Braves at the same time here in Atlanta. More on Caston later in the show. Anthopolis, though, would probably balk at this idea. Stepping in, trying to pick out some NFL talent. But, uh, hey, it wouldn't be the first time we saw something like that happen. They need some help. Hey, they've already got four former NFL general managers in the front office. So I, I think maybe the, uh, the executive boardroom is, is full at this point in time. Wayne joins us on the fan. Welcome to the Blitz, Wayne. Hey, Buck. What you got? I'd like to say a little more college baseball coverage. Okay. All right. Well, we'll write it down. We're going to make sure that happens. We appreciate you calling in. More on Tony Vitello up there at Tennessee driving the Lambo around campus. Matt joins us on the Blitz. Matt. 
What you got today, buddy? I got a question about Auburn and Hugh Freeze. I want to. I want your opinion on what you think uh, he's going to do there from turning around the recruiting class. And um, well, I just hope he only has. Out. I hope he only has one phone. You know, because that second phone got him in trouble out there at Ole Miss. And the, the concern for me is that he is looking for a quarterback. And I know Georgia's got uh, three guys they're really high on. Uh, maybe one gets frustrated because they don't win the job in the spring. And then you got Freeze coming after him to transfer into Auburn to become the Auburn Tiger quarterback. So I've got an eye out on that one. Uh, Freeze, they, they got plenty of money over there at Auburn as far as the NIL deal goes. So I'm looking for Freeze to uh, get that thing turned around pretty quickly, as a matter of fact. Tony joins us on the Blitz here on the fan. Hello, Tony. Hey, Bucko Dogs. I want to get your take on uh, Chris Kirk's win this past weekend in uh, the state of Live versus PGA. Hey, I appreciate it. You know, I just uh, spoke about Kirk, how proud I am of him overcoming uh, the adversity, uh, the drinking problem that he had, got some help, got out of that dark place he was in, and look at him now uh, going to the Masters, back in the winner's circle on the PGA Tour. That is just nothing but tremendous. So proud of, of what he was able to accomplish. Steve joins us on the Blitz. Last caller here, Steve. Welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate it. I uh, just got a quick question about spring uh, football practice. you got quarterback battles at Tech and Georgia. How much is spring practice going to be just working on fundamentals, and how much is it installation on the new offense? Yeah, I think it's more about, to me, it's more about just getting a really good idea of what you got. Uh, you put them in uh, places where you can evaluate all of the quarterbacks. You give all of the quarterbacks an opportunity to get a good look with the ones and leaving spring uh, spring practice you got a better idea of what you got at all the positions not just quarterback but yeah i don't think they'll be uh, installing a lot as far as offensively and defensively and schemes it's more of getting a look at guys you didn't really get a chance to get a long look at last year it's what spring football practice is all about all right thanks so much i think we're off to a good start with the blitz yeah, that was fun. That was better than I expected. Let's get to the round table. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, far sideline, 15, 10, 5. Get in there. Touchdown. Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. All right, I wanted to uh, mix in more with Stetson Bennett going to the combine, the uh, now famous Georgia quarterback. Back-to-back -back national titles. Up in Indianapolis as we get the combine underway. And look, he's going to be able to throw it. The passing drills later this week. He's going to run the 40, looking for a really fast 40 time out of Stetson. And he's also going to probably interview with most every team uh, there at the combine. Uh, sit down and kick it around with the different teams and personnel guys. Talk about what happened out in Dallas. And uh, give him a, a good indication of what he's uh, what he uh, what happened there, but you know the thing that I just don't understand is how Bryce Young over at Alabama 
is regarded as the top quarterback in the NFL draft. He's 5'11", 192 pounds. 5'11", 192. But yet, that seems to be okay. Nobody seems to have a problem with that. And yet, when Stetson Bennett's name comes up, and his stature is mentioned, 5'11", 190 pounds, then he's downgraded because of the lack of size. So how does that work exactly? For one guy, it doesn't make a difference. For the other guy, they would like to make you believe that it would eliminate his chances of being drafted in the draft. Now, talk about making no sense at all. No sense at all. And especially in today's game, where you're seeing more and more mobile quarterbacks performing at a high level in the National Football League, where you're seeing the quarterbacks out of the pocket, making plays out on the perimeter, where you don't have a six foot five, 230-pound guy standing like a statue back in the pocket anymore. You've got more and more of these guys that have the stature of Bryce Young and Stetson Bennett. Now, please, uh, maybe one of you can explain why it doesn't make a difference with Bryce Young, but it makes all the difference with Stetson Bennett. Don't really get that. And I'm going to, you know, I want to make a comparison with with uh, Stetson Bennett here while we're talking Georgia football. I believe the comparison, and I've mentioned it before on the show, is that Stetson Bennett reminds me of Fran Tarkenton, one of the all-time greats in the National Football League. Now, I wasn't around. I was not old enough to remember seeing Fran play at Georgia and during the early days of his career in the National Football League. But I've seen the highlights and I've seen what Fran Tarkenton was doing. His escapability was a 10, 1 to 10, highest being a 10, A++ for his escapability. He ran around and drove defenses crazy with his escapability and his mobility. Accurate, out of the pocket, could make all the throws, mentally tough, led grown men. Talk with one of Fran's teammates this past weekend, and I asked him about Fran and, and Fran in the locker room. How good was he as far as the leadership in the locker room goes? And he said, you know, the thing that he really appreciated about Fran Tarkington and what allowed him to be a leader and a captain on their Minnesota Vikings team was the fact anytime Fran got interviewed and was asked about any of the other players on the team, Fran had nothing but great things to say about all of his teammates. And the best I can tell, Stetson Bennett is a lot like Fran Tarkenton, both on the field and then with the intangibles. Mentally tough, competitor, can lead, and can run around and drive these defenses crazy. So good luck, Stet, out there. And remind them about how the stature, it doesn't make a difference with Bryce Young. And so he wants that to happen with himself. Uh, people forget about the size and just look at the videotape. We'll come back. One more exciting segment. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? 
You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. On the fan, 680 and 93.7. Hopefully your week off to a great start. Got a lot going on out there. Combine getting underway. We uh, dive back into the NFL talk. Got coaches, baseball coaches, driving Lambos. Braves getting underway down in Florida. A lot of talk about how that first game came to an end on Saturday. I sort of like the new rules. I never did like, like, Nomar Garcia Parra that would step out between every pitch and adjust his batting gloves and then look around and jump back in the box. These days, just stay in the box and get ready to hit a good pitch. It's not that complicated. Let's talk a little Falcons, man. Uh, Lamar Jackson. The Lamar Jackson watch continues, and what about the news that came down? Stephen A. Smith on Friday after the show, I was able to to catch some of Stephen A.'s show, and he had a source close to the Lamar Jackson family that gave him some insight that the Ravens never received a demand from Lamar Jackson that had him asking for a, a fully guaranteed contract. And the way it's been presented was that Lamar Jackson, that's all he was interested in receiving was a fully guaranteed deal. Stephen A. says that's not the case from his Lamar Jackson source. I find Atlanta to be an absolutely sensational city. <laughs> and a good match for Lamar. I wonder if it was Lamar's mom that called up Stephen A., and gave him the lowdown. And then Stephen A. went off, man, on the Ravens. Reportedly, Baltimore's top offer to Lamar Jackson was a, as Stephen A. called it, a low ball, $133 million. That they've lowballed him. And Stephen A. took offense to that, like apparently Lamar Jackson has. When you compare it to some of the other contracts that have been signed by some of the NFL quarterbacks, $133 million? does look like a low-ball offer to me. And I'm going to say it again. You do not want to make an enemy out of me. I'm Stephen A. also saying that the Ravens did not consult with Lamar Jackson on hiring the new offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin. And Stephen A. was not impressed with Munkin, saying that they've hired a college coach to come in and be the new coordinator for the Ravens. I mean, my goodness, Stephen A., nobody told him he used to be an NFL coordinator, has already been in the National Football League. He's not just some 
college coach that doesn't know anything about anything. Stephen A. looking a little foolish with that. He did point out Lamar in Baltimore, they have not given him a go-to wide receiver to throw to either. And Stephen A. also missed out on the. He said they don't have a tight end. Well, they got one of the better tight ends in the National Football League. So, you know, Stephen uh, Stephen A. got a little of the story correct. He got some of the story correct. <laughs> some of it, yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't miss it completely. But, yeah, we're waiting to see what kind of franchise tag is going to be thrown down on Lamar Jackson. I would not expect it to be the exclusive franchise tag. I think it's going to be the non-exclusive franchise tag, which would allow teams like the Falcons to jump in, sign him to an offer sheet, and work out a trade to get Lamar Jackson into Atlanta. And the Falcons have already shown they're ready to step up and offer a big-time quarterback, a big-time contract. Remember the Deshaun Watson flirtation? Falcons put a pretty big number on the board for that one. They could do the same here and then give up a couple of first-round picks to the Ravens and call it a done deal. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Lamar Jackson would be a great fit here in Atlanta with our Atlanta Falcons. Let's get to the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955. I was in Macon over the weekend for the 67th annual induction weekend, the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame, the class of 2023, and was a part of the Fan Fest down there. Really enjoyed spending some time with one of the all-time great Georgia high school football coaches and Buck Godfrey. Two bucks hanging out together down in Macon. Coach Godfrey doing some amazing things at Southwest DeKalb. 30 years the head coach there. Great getting to know Coach Godfrey a little bit. Always admired the job that he did. What's up, Buck? Got to hang out with my man Stan Caston, and we had a big laugh. And it always, when I see Stan, we laugh every time about, you know, he used to run the Hawks and the Braves. And then he didn't run either one of those organizations. Caston was jobless. 680 the fans stepped up. David Dickey signed him to a big-term, long-term, big-money contract. And Stan Caston was coming on the Buck and Kincaid show once a week. And so when I do bump in with Stan, Stan, uh, through the years, we always laugh about when he was unemployed. Yeah, and He'd have been on the streets on the without fucking Kincaid. Yeah, right? we gave him a job here at 680 The Fans. So had a good time with Stan Caston. He was involved uh, being inducted this weekend. And then it was good to hang out with Mark Richt a little bit. And we joked about, you know, I, I brought up how when he he's working for the ACC Network. And he was telling me the ACC Network producer said coming into the season during the uh, summer camps, Rick, the plan was he was going to visit all the ACC campuses and do a story on each of the teams in the ACC. And they were going to give him gear, right? He was going to put on the gear while he was checking out that particular team. Well, the first team he went to see was Georgia Tech. And he put on that Georgia Tech gear. And Rick, we laughed when Rick said he lost thousands of followers on social media when they saw him with the tech gear on. So that was his worst move ever. All right, that's going to do it for my show. we got Nick and Chris coming up next. 
back again tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on the Blitz. We appreciate you, man. That's going to do it for me. Stay tuned for Nick and Chris coming up next here on The Fan. Thank you, Buck. Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.